0: Praise the Lord. Good place to be this morning, amen. I tell you, people need to hear about the journey. People need to, to hear about what's going on and what's taking place in our lives and how we've got to where we, we are. And that's only by the grace of God, amen. Uh, today, I don't know whether you know it or not, but today is the Lord's Baptism Sunday. As we start Epiphany, Epiphany is a manifestation of the divine Jesus Christ. We start Epiphany to Lent, and then from Lent, we go to the cross. We go to Easter, and, and it's a great journey, but it's not a journey to be taken lightly. Uh, as you get to know me more, you'll know that I take Lent very seriously. On Ash Wednesday, I'll have a service, and, and we'll apply the ashes, and, and then we'll get serious about prayer and fasting, and I challenge everybody to do something for the 40 days of Lent. Uh Some people get real serious and some people not so serious, but I'll challenge you to do something. And then as we get ready to celebrate, I noticed on the calendar this year, Easter's going to be April the 17th, so we may pray for some pretty weather for the crosses, amen. We got froze out last year on them crosses, but we're going to do it again. I'm very, very determined when when I serve the Lord, Uh, and I thank God for that because there's many times I could have gave up and quit. But I thank God that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the ultimate leader. He was the ultimate role model. He showed us the ultimate character of how we're supposed to live our lives—the morals and the character of the way we, as Christians and as leaders, should walk our daily walk of life. I take that very seriously, and I hope you do too. You know, as we get to the end of January, we're going to we're going to do some serious soul searching about who wants to be a disciple of the pulse. And I told you a little bit last week about what you needed to do. You know, you need to be in a Bible study. You need to be in a covenant group. You need to be in community service and church service, and you need to tithe. Five very important things I believe there is as Christians as we support with our grace and our presence uh, and our gifts, the church, the pulse. And also, I want you to pray about this because God spoke to me this morning before I came to church. And God spoke to John in another area, and then when we came together, we kind of confirmed it, and Dustin was supposed to preach a revival, or or at a church, but he's like me, we have revival everywhere we go. But uh, they canceled, and God brought him here this morning. And uh, he was going to get a a big building to have his uh, recovery program in, but they backed out on him at the last moment. And we got a half a wing over here that's not being used that we can facilitate at least a 12-person recovery program. And, and so we don't want to do anything out of the will of God. That's why I'm going to ask you to pray. And we're going to pray if it's God's will, it will happen. And if it's not God's will, God will close the door. But we want it to be God. We don't want it to be us because we get in the way. Amen. And so, you know, I want to challenge you today As we start this new year, 2022, God's got great things in store, amen? God wants to bless you. And the preparation for the journey is what I titled the sermon this morning. Church, you got to be ready. You got to be prepared. And the way you do that is you get in the Word and, and you study the Word and you pray and you seek God's face and you begin to use your gifts and graces. We all have them. Every single person here has something, especially given you from God and we begin to use those together we unite as the body of Christ I'm not talking about just our church but I'm talking about all churches because I believe in 2022 God is going to move churches to begin to unite together again I believe that we're going to get the denominations away from us and we're really going to start to concentrate on the kingdom of God right here in Braxton County in West Virginia and in a in a in a United States we need to be praying for our country, church, in 2022. We need to be praying for a godly people to be elected. We need to be praying for godly people to be put in the White House. We need to be praying for our Supreme Court justices who are making decisions. We need to be praying. A lot of people say, oh, we don't want to get involved in that because that's the church and state. No. I believe without a doubt we need to be involved. The problem has come to be that the church has gotten out of politics. I'm not talking about being a politician that's evil. You can be a good politician too, amen. Uh, come on now. You know it. But you know, church, it's getting serious. And I believe that's because the devil's getting ready to get a whipping, amen. I believe that's why. People, we, we either decide to come to church and worship God or we stay at home and, and we cry about everything that happens. This is a new year. New things are getting ready to happen. I'm going to read the scripture to you, and then I'm going to preach a little bit. Man, I've already been to church, amen. I've already been blessed. I've felt the Holy Spirit moving. I don't know about you, but if you haven't, maybe you want to pray. uh, Because I'll tell you, that's what it's all about is being free to the Spirit. Letting God move. Sometimes God will speak to you, and you won't do what God's calling you to do because you're just afraid. But don't be afraid. If God has called you, if God has spoke to you about something, don't be afraid to come up here and ask for prayers. Ask for healing. Ask for God to reveal things to you. Because God will reveal them to you. And it's in his time. And that's the problem I have the most is waiting on the Lord. I'm very impatient. I want things to happen right now. I want to see God work right now. I've been praying for years. And that, this is literally for years for a recovery program. We, me and Kim were watching a show last night. The drugs are so bad, so bad everywhere. In the cities, it's getting worse and worse. And and, and it's no different in the country. It's just easier to hide in the country. You you can go out in the woods and act stupid in the country. You know, in the city, you're around a lot of people. They're going to see you acting ignorant. And so, you know, God's always put this burden on my heart. And, you know, it's not just for that, but it's for all the people who don't know Jesus. For people who aren't blessed and aren't walking in the blessings and aren't prepared for what's to come. You see, if you run into somebody who's prepared for what to come, they're not worried about it. We're not worried about what's coming because we're ready. We're ready because we're in the Word. We know the Word. We know the power of God. We know the promises of God and what He says. And Jesus had to follow that same order. Do you know that? Jesus had to become fully human he had to go and be baptized. Jesus wasn't a sinner. We know that. But he still did it because he identified everything about us as humans. He could identify that. So I'm going to read from Matthew, the third chapter, 13th verse through 14:1. Then Jesus came to Galilee and John, to John the at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to be, fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. And when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened up to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove And alighting upon him, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted, forty days and forty nights afterwards, he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into a holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hand they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Amen. May the Lord add the blessing to the reading of the word today. 2022. Are you ready? Are you ready for what God wants to do in 2022? Are you ready for the power to fall on you and to begin to use you in ways that only God can do? You see, we can't do the things that God does unless we're obedient to him. Unless we just step out, you know, being hospitable and serving God. You wouldn't think that's a big deal, but it's a very big deal, church. Loving people is a big deal hugging people and going into dark places where they're at and telling them there is hope in all this hopelessness that the government and all the people want to try and press down on us, we rebuke that. There is hope, and that hope is in Jesus Christ, and that's why I am like I am today. That's why I serve a mighty God. That's why I walk in the anointing of God, and God has blessed me so much. Man, I tell you what, when I was home and that snow had poured down and we had... I don't know. You know, it seems like everybody's snow gets deeper as they tell the story. But I'll be honest, I think we had about eight inches of snow. And, you know, I looked by. I went to the edge of the road and I looked at the house and I said, Thank you, Lord. I got a beautiful fireplace with a wood insert in it and we burn wood. Don't matter if electric goes off, I'm still going to be warm. Got a roof over my head and the grandkids were with me driving me crazy. I was thanking the Lord, God, I don't deserve how you bless me. I don't deserve the things you've done for me, but you continue to bless me. And it's because that I try my best to be obedient, church. We need to try our best to be obedient because when we're obedient, when we're faithful, that's the key to the fulfillment, church. You really want to be fulfilled in 2022? you got to start to pay attention. you got to start to... to To model yourself after the Word of God. It's everything, that Word of God. If you notice in the Word of God, the prophecy was being spoken. The Word was being spoken by who? The devil. The devil was speaking to Jesus his own Word, thinking he's gonna do something. The devil. I'm gonna tell you, we're in a good place with a fresh start. I love this scripture here, and I like to read it and quote it. It says, "'I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thy hand and will keep thee and give for thee a covenant to the people for the light of the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prisons and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. I am the Lord. That is my name and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images.'" 2022 what we need to do is listen to God amen we need to listen to God and we need to begin to to study the word and begin to apply it to ourselves most of all we just need to begin to love we need to begin to love people we need to begin to share that love with people in such a way that it changes their lives disciples are you a disciple are you a disciple Isaiah 42 9 says behold The former things are come to pass, and new things I do, I declare, before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Forget about the past, amen. 21's over. Forget about it. Do you notice how they want to keep bringing that past up and bringing that past up? They want to move it right into 22. I rebuke that. I'm not going to allow that mess in my life. I claim the new in 22. God promises us new, and we just got to believe it and begin to walk in it. You got something you're dealing with, take it to God. If you're struggling with something, give it to God. When you begin to do that, great things begin to happen. Are you prepared? See, the former things have taken place, and new things I declare before you. They spring into being. I announce them to you, the new things. God's going to do new things this year, church. God's going to do new things in us individually, corporately, and out in the world. If we're just faithful, I'm excited about the new things. But now, listen, listen you've got to be prepared. Preparation for your journey. Preparation for your journey. Are you prepared? Have you read your Bible enough? Do you identify with Jesus Christ? Because he sure identified with us when he became fully human. You know, you always got to wonder. let me see if this thing will change. Stay with us, Lord, on our journey. What was... Jesus doing till the time he got called what do you think he was doing you think he was just hanging out building some wood making furniture they said he was in the temple at what 12 I mean he was preparing for the journey that he was about to embark on church we need to prepare You you can't not prepare and then wonder why things are happening to me. Or you can't get in the valley and, and not be prepared for what's coming. Satan's real, and Satan will do anything he can to defeat us. Don't fool yourself for a minute. It's not symbolic. It's real. Satan knows our weaknesses, and Satan knows exactly how to get on you if you allow him to. But we got to be role models like Jesus is. we got to be prepared. In the beginning, the journey has just begun. And, you know, I'm talking about 2022. And I want you to challenge yourself now. I want you to think about what you're dealing with, what you've dealt with in 2021 that you're done with and you want to move in this new life, this new beginning. The baptism of the Lord Sunday is today. You might have known that and you might not have known that. If you get to know me, you'll know there's a liturgical Christian year. And certain things happen during the year. And and I try to stay with it when when things are happening that are very important like Lent and Easter and Christmas. Because that's when God was doing His greatest work. He called Jesus. I had a clip here, but I'm not going to show that clip. I'm going to move right on to the... The prophecy was being fulfilled through Jesus. His journey was getting ready to begin. You know, we baptized some people, and I just got baptismal certificates. I've had a mess trying to get baptismal certificates, but I got them, and we're going to give them to the people who were baptized at the end of the month. But you see, Jesus came, he had to come, and he had to be baptized by John because it had to be fulfilled. Humanity had to identify with Jesus, and Jesus identified with us. Was Jesus a sinner? In no way. Did Jesus need to be baptized? Not at all. But everything, there's a process, church. So Jesus came, and he was baptized. And when he was baptized, it said the Holy Spirit fell. You ever feel that Holy Spirit fall? It said that Holy Spirit fell. And then God spoke, this is my beloved son. Pay attention, church. In this scripture, you see the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You'll see it one more time in Matthew, and you'll see it at the Mount of Transfiguration. You'll see the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit again. But you see, church, the scripture has to be fulfilled. There's all kinds of scripture not yet fulfilled that will be fulfilled. And if you're not in the Word, if you're not understanding the Word, if you're not studying it and seeking a relationship with God, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss the great things He has in store for you, the new things that He's going to bring up for us. And there are going to be new. If you're not walking in the new, it's your own fault. If you're staying in the past, it's your own fault. Let it go. Give it up. Move forward. If you need a healing, claim a healing. If you need a miracle, claim a miracle. Keep praying for it till you get it. I've prayed and prayed for years for a recovery program in Braxton County. I'm not giving up. Dustin's come to support it now. God sends people into our lives for a reason. We got to be obedient and we got to walk in an anointing in 2022. Are you anointed by God? Do you know you're anointed by God? Do you know that you're walking in the Spirit 40 days and 40 nights? Jesus was in the wilderness. Can you imagine? Discovering God's purpose and dream for you takes steps forward in obedience. Enjoy the adventure. Do you enjoy life? Do you enjoy the adventure? Some people think if we're a Christian, we can't enjoy ourselves. Some people think if you're a Christian, you can't do this, you can't do that. Sure you can. You can do everything that you want to do if it's glorifying to God, if you're enjoying yourself. God created all this world for us to enjoy. Hunting, fishing, motorcycle riding, cars, all this stuff we can use for the glory of God. We can share Jesus with people everywhere we go, everything we do. We're all different. We all have avenues and inroads to touch people's lives if we just realize it. The cross ministry that we got, healing hearts, mending hearts, celebrate recovery, the the nursery, the daycare. We're getting ready to open another daycare. God's sending people to help us that got gifts. And we're working on that facility, and before long, it's going to be beautiful. There's no doubt in my mind. Are you ready? Are you ready for what God's calling us to do? So the journey begins and Jesus is tested in the wilderness. Isn't it amazing that Jesus went in to be baptized, Holy Spirit fell, God confirmed him and right away, whoo, sent him right into the far, right into the wilderness, right away, 40 days and 40 nights, he sent him in there and it said he was hungry. I can't imagine 40 days. I like to eat. Look at me. I want to tell you something, church. The devil is not going to mess with you when you're united together in the body of Christ. The devil's not going to mess with you at your baptism. The devil's not going to mess with you to celebrate recovery. The devil's not going to mess with you in your connect groups or when we're worshiping. The devil's going to mess with you when you get weak and you're in the wilderness and you're in a desert and you're dried up and you're struggling and you're all alone. That's when the devil shows up. He says, oh, come on, do a little bit of this. Do a little bit of that. It's okay. You know, we got this okay syndrome today. A lot of people think it's okay. As long as I don't bother anybody, it's okay. It's not okay. If it's not in the Word of God, you shouldn't be doing it. If it's out of the will of God, stop doing it. Devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what the Word of God says. And he'll do anything he can to destroy us. He'll do anything he can to destroy our family, to destroy our children, our grandchildren, and he won't give up. That's why you got to rebuke him. you got to send him out of there. A lot of Christians don't even have enough sense to know that they can rebuke Satan and he must flee. doesn't say he can if he wants to. It said he must flee. You see, brothers and sisters in Christ, we walk in a power that's unbelievable. We walk in an anointing that is so powerful. If we ever got a hold of it, Dustin, if we ever got a hold of it and got together, you're going to see miracles happen. You're going to see people healed immediately. You're going to see demons cast out and you're going to get to see them go. Amen. God's going to do this in 2022. You watch and see what I tell you. God is going to move out in the communities, in our churches, in our lives, individually, at home, wherever God wants to move. If we're faithful, if we're walking in the anointing and we realize it. Man, I'll tell you what, I've been in a lot of wildernesses, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the dry deserts, but I thank God I get my uh, refreshing anointing fulfillment from the Holy Spirit, amen? That water that it says it flows, amen? One day we're going to see it, and it's going to flow through heaven, amen, and we're going to be there. But today is a new day. 2022 is a new year. Stop complaining about stuff, and start moving forward. You know, we can complain and complain and complain, and before long we're wearing it. We can be negative and negative and negative. Guess what? We're wearing it. We speak life or death right here. As soon as you open it up and you speak it, the devil's allowed to use it. devil can't mess with this. Oh, he can mess with your mind. He cannot read your mind. Listen to me now. He can mess with your mind. He cannot read your mind. It's when you speak it is when he can use it. Pay attention, church, because this is what we all battle with. I don't care who you are, young or old, rich or poor, black or white, we all struggle with this concept, and Satan is so real. 2 Timothy 2, 15, 16 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and vain babbling, for they will increase unto more more ungodliness. You, You see, church, shun the profane and vain babbling. That's just talking. Talking to be talking. J.D., you say, talk, talk, talk. If any of y'all knew J.D., you'd be talking, he would say, talk, talk, talk. That's what God does sometimes. I think, talk, talk, talk. If they just shut up and listen. I'm more sometimes. I need to shut up and listen. God's getting ready to speak to you in 2022. God's doing it right now. It wasn't a coincidence that God spoke to me this morning about what, what Dustin was dealing with. It wasn't a coincidence God spoke to John at a separate place. We weren't together. It wasn't coincidence that that he didn't get to go to church and preach this morning. God has a purpose and a plan, church, for everything that happens in our lives if we only realize that God's doing it. God's doing it. It don't happen like I want it to happen. It don't happen as fast as I want it to happen. I can't stand to wait. But you know what? God says wait. And I'm like, okay, God, if you say to wait, I'll wait. So he goes into the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights, and he was hungry. And then the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, and it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Every word that comes from the mouth of God, right here. This is what man and women should live by, right? By the Word of God. Satan, man, he's old sneaky dog, you know what I'm saying? He was quoting scripture verbatim to Jesus like Jesus wasn't prepared. He knew what Satan was trying to do. He knew he was weak, but he still knew he had power that Satan never could control. You see, church, the problem with us today is if we're not in this word, if we're not claiming this word, we don't have the power. And so when Satan starts messing with your mind, you don't have the power to rebuke it. If you don't know the Scriptures, I tell people all the time, if you're struggling with something, get in the Word and read it. Read it. If you're praying about something, get in the Word and read it, and read it till you see it. Don't stop reading it until God speaks to you. I tell you, so many times in my young journey when I was a baby Christian, I wouldn't tell anybody anything. I didn't want them to think that they could tell me what to do. I wanted God to tell me what to do. So I'd pray about something. Me and Kim would be fighting about something or a decision that we needed to make, and, and I'd just start praying. I said, Okay, Lord, I'd open up my Bible, and I said, I'm not going stop reading the word until you answer my question. And I'd read, and I'd read, and then all of a sudden, got it answered. Or I would go out and go to church somewhere, and some brother would come up and start talking to me about my, about my problem. I had no clue that I was struggling with this problem, I had no clue. See, that's God too. God can speak to you through your covenant group. You need people to come up and check you up. Say, hey, brother, how you doing this week? Have you backslid? Have you done anything you shouldn't have done? Are you doing well? Are you using your gifts? See, we need people to check us up. We need people to push us when we want to quit, I, I wanted to quit a lot of times in my ministry. I didn't want to go and do what God wanted me to. But God has a bigger plan, amen? And the more I see, the, the greater it gets. And the more excited I am because God is putting people back together. God's healing people and redeeming people. And then you know what? He's using those people. And man, when he begins to use you, there is nothing greater in the world when you see somebody accept Jesus Christ and then greater yet it's when they begin to grow when they begin to grow in Christ there's a young lady sitting back there this morning that come to visit us and she watched me grow up in church uh, you see me going to church for all those years it wasn't in vain Even though I might have thought I wasn't paying attention and I was only going because of the pretty girls, that wasn't true. I feel sorry for the boys today. I got three beautiful granddaughters, my, my. But you see, I did learn. They did teach me right and I did know where to come back to when I was broken and I got to a point in my life where I said there's got to be something better. You see, church, everybody wants to be a Christian, but nobody wants to serve the Lord. Everybody wants to be a Christian, but nobody wants to challenge themselves to be obedient and read the Word and then begin to live by it. You see, I can come in here and preach all day long, but if I'm not out there living it every single day, then you look at me and say, well, looky here. This guy's claiming to be something that he's not. And I'm telling you, if you're a Christian, they are watching you out there. They watch us every single day to see if we're going to do the right things or the wrong things. Yeah, we make mistakes. They don't see you get down on your knees and pray. But you get down on your knees and pray because you know you have to. See, this temptation was the the lust of the flesh. There's a lot of lust of the flesh. What do you want? What do you need? God will give you what you need. But you see, we'll, we'll... We lust after the things that we want. I'm going to tell you something now. Pay attention. Temptation's not a sin. You hear what I'm saying? Temptation is not a sin. It's when you break over into that sin that it becomes sin. We're all going to be tempted in our life, and we're all going to be tried. This this flesh is real. This temptation of the flesh. We, we see all this stuff now on TV. We see all these people. You know, and I feel sorry for my granddaughters. You know, they have all these images of what, what women are supposed to look like and what they're supposed to act like and what they're supposed to wear. And, and you know, I want to raise my grandchildren up knowing they're independent. God created them who they are, and they, God's going to bless them. All they got to do is follow God, not somebody else, not the TV, not TikTok, not any of that mess. But you see, that's what they, they'll they get into. And we as adults, as Christians, sometimes we got to set our foot down and say, hey, listen, this is what it's going to be, and I'm going to teach you the right way. That don't mean they're going to go the right way, but that means we're going to teach them, and we're going to love them unconditionally, and hopefully they will. You know, I hope my granddaughters just go right up into the kingdom singing those songs amen praising the lord that's what it's about church when we really begin to worship you see sometimes when you come to church you just have a song have a scripture have a prayer let's go home that ain't church that's not worshiping Worship is when we really come together and we begin to understand that God's got a purpose and a plan for us. And when you begin to pray, guess what? God starts to answer your prayers. And when the spirit begins to move, guess what? God starts drawing you. Now, whether you come or not, that's another story. Whether you come up and get taken care of what you need to get taken care of, that's between you and God. You can fight that and fight your whole life. The day I accepted Jesus Christ, I rebuked that and let it go. I was not going to wear that anymore, but the devil still tries. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. See, if we just begin to seek after the kingdom, you can have the kingdom right here, a little bit of heaven right here on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth, it is in heaven. A lot of people don't realize we can have heaven on earth. A lot of people don't realize, hey, man, God put this here for us to enjoy right now. God wants us to bless others as we are blessed. And when we do, God does great things. Second temptation. Then the devil took him up onto the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. That could also be translated as test the Lord your God. There's one place in the Bible you can test God. Anybody know where it is? Malachi. That's right, our Bible scholar. God says, you go ahead and test me for your ties, And see if I won't open up a portal that'll overflow. That's the only place. The lust of the eye. Oh boy, Satan's got a good one here. Oh man. Does that look good? I'd sure like to have that. Man, if I could just get that. I'm so jealous of that person because they have that. See the. Satan knows how to mess with our head. Instead of saying, man, I thank God for everything God's given me. I am so blessed, blessed more than I, I could ever imagine. We'll say, man, I want, you know, God, I wanted a vehicle, but I didn't want a Volkswagen. I wanted a Cadillac. Cadillac might come. You stay faithful long enough. I'll tell you what, I remember when I first got saved, we drove junk. Kim can tell you, the first van I got dusting was a Plymouth, and I got it. So that I could take the, the, the cousins to church, we had a bunch of cousins down in the holler. You know how everybody lives in the holler, and I got that old thing, and you started up. It sounded like a sewing machine. I kid you not, sound like a sewing machine. But let me tell you, it got us to church, and I picked the kids up at church. Some of the parents did not like me picking the kids up. You know why? Cause they had to get up and get them ready. But I was faithful, and God slowly gave me something a little nicer, and a little nicer. You see, when we're faithful with the little things, God will begin to bless us with the greater things. The reason we are where we're at a lot of times and we stay where we're at is because we're not faithful with the little things. He wants to bless us with the big things too. The lust of the eye was a big temptation, but Jesus put him in his place again. What did he do? He used scripture right back against him. Did he not? You shall not tempt the Lord your God. I love Jesus, man. He poured it on him. All this was Scripture. They were, they were conversating back and forth and using Scripture. I'm going to tell you something. You can meet people on the street that can quote Scripture to you word for word, and the devil will be in them. You need to pay attention. You need to know the Scripture and know right from wrong because there are people in, in pulpits right now preaching word that is not true. People are following them. They're saying, oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. God loves you. They use the God loves you for everything. Do whatever you want to. God loves you. God does love you. But there is a judgment. We got to be careful. Psalm 91, trust in God. For he will give you his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will, bear up, they will bear you up in their hands that you shall not strike your foot against the stone. And I will say to the Lord. My refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. All scripture. Jesus was trusting me. You should not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Messiah. Why do we want to tempt God? And the final temptation here. Can you imagine fasting that long? Being in the wilderness for that long? Have you ever been in a wilderness? Has your life ever been messed up and you've been away from God? That's what I'm trying to say. That's your wilderness. That's your desert. When you get dried up and you have no spirit left in you, you don't have no joy of salvation, you don't have no happiness. See, happiness is up to us. It's not up to God to give us. Don't pray for happiness. Be happy. Happiness is up to you and me. And so the last scripture here, he says, And again the devil took him up to exceeding the high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and saith to him, All these things I will give thee if thou will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil layeth him, leaveth him, and behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. The pride of life, man. This is one of the biggest ones right here is our pride. You see what I'm saying? You look at the world today and you look at the mess we're in. You look at the White House and all the people up there. They got all this pride going on. They think, let me tell you, you talk to somebody and they begin to start telling all about them and how they're doing this and how they're doing that. That's that pride, you see. Satan took him up as high as he could go. Showed him all the world. He, I pay attention, the world. And he said, I'll give you all this if you just bow down and worship me. That's what he's telling us today. Don't worry about going to church. You want to be blessed with all the material things? You want to be blessed with the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh? Just bow down and worship me. If you bow down and worship me, you'll have it all. I'll give you everything. Don't think. That he hasn't done that. He, that's what he's doing right now to, to America. See, America, we've got everything. And people have actually basically sold their soul to the devil. When you hear the things that they're talking about in government high places, and you know that they're ungodly, and you're saying, how can people even talk about stuff like that, knowing that it's not right? And I believe without a doubt these drugs that are being put into places are being put into places to keep people down. You see, church, the devil does not want to see us unite together. The devil don't want to see us as one body because, let me tell you, when he does, he's going to get a whipping that he ain't never got before. And it's coming. You trust me when I tell you, it is coming. There's going to be a day when the body of Christ comes together. The churches begin to see that their faults are that they're not fellowshipping together. They're not uniting together. This temptation of the pride is a real thing. I pray, Lord, no matter where you take me, no matter what you do with me, I want to be me. I want to be humble Doug. I don't want to have no pride. I don't care what kind of education you give me. All that stuff you make me do, I still want to be me. That's who I am is me. And if you get to know me, you'll know this is who I am. I'm just a sinner saved by grace trying to serve God the best I can. I take my service, and my character highly. I want to live for Jesus out there. I want people to see Jesus. I want them to know that they can be redeemed and healed too. All of us can. So Satan, old snitch Satan, he finally got put in his place, didn't he? He rebuked him. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shalt thou serve. You know, I can't help but as I read this scripture to think about Jerusalem. See, I was in Jerusalem twice. We seen the pinnacle where the devil tempted him. Now we didn't go up on the high mountain where he was at because we have no idea where that was at. But I think about these things. Think about how he came, fulfilled the scripture being baptized didn't have to be baptized but he was baptized he was prepared for what was next he went to the wilderness do you notice why he went to the wilderness it said the spirit led him to the wilderness you see church sometimes we'll get led into places by the spirit by God and you, you got to be ready you see what I'm saying? Jesus was ready. He was prepared. He'd studied the scripture. He doesn't receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost, which I believe he already had, but he had to, people had to see him receive that. And When he received that, it was, it was complete, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And he said, okay, now it's time to go on your mission, on your journey. Now it's the journey to the cross. It's a place I'm going to take you. You don't want to go. It's a place of suffering. It's going to be a place where you're going to have struggles and people are going to hurt you. That's where we're at, church. We're on this journey. Are you ready? See, because if you're not prepared, the Satan will mess with you along the way. The Satan will deviate you from your journey. Satan deviated me for about 18 years. But I'm here to tell you, after 18 years and I accepted Jesus Christ, Satan doesn't deviate me now. Because I pray about what God wants me to do. And I pray about the journey that we're on. Do you pray about that? Did you pray last week? Did you pray this week? Are you continually praying? Are you, have you fallen in love with God? Have you fallen in love with God? As we get ready to close, I just want you just to think about being a disciple. and What it means to make disciples. And what it means to walk with disciples. Because it's important, church. Maybe you need a healing today. Maybe you just need to have a, a, a more personal life with Jesus. I don't know what it is, but I know you know. might not be anything big at all. It might just be something simple. Lord, just help me read the Bible a little bit better. Help me to, to witness to people better. Help me to be a stronger warrior in the battle. Because the battle's real. What is it that God's speaking to you about right now? You see, Jesus was prepared. I know I'm nowhere close to where I need to be, but I'm preparing. You pick my Bible up and you look in it. It'll be written, highlighted, red, uh, highlighters, gold. I just like, man, when I see a nugget, I I like to mark it. Because if I want to flip through there and and find that nugget again, I can find it. But then you know what happens? It's all nuggets. Everywhere you look, it's nuggets. It's like, now how do I find it? New things for 2022. What do, you, what do you want God to do in your life? We got a song up there ready. What do you want God to do in your life? You know, church, he's calling us to prepare. Uh, I don't know whether you noticed it or not. But people are changing. Things are happening. The spirit's moving. And that's what it's supposed to be like. That's what worshiping God's all about. Worship the Lord your God and Him only. If there's anything else in our life that we worship, if it's money, if it's vehicles, if it's homes, if it's boats, if it's anything else that we put above Him, that's that's who we worship. I don't want to be like that. I want to worship God first, family next, and in the church. It's got to be in that order. If you can't take care of your family, you surely can't take care of the church. That's who he's calling us to be, church. I want to continue to challenge you about this discipleship. And at the end of the month, we're going to take some our first disciples in the pulse at the end of the month. Those people who are faithful, studying their Bible in a covenant group, community service, church service, and tithing. Five important areas that you need to be about. You pray about it. What do we have? You if you'd like to come to the altar today, if you we didn't give our tithes, so if you would come and give your tithes now, if you want to stop at the altar and pray, stop at the altar and pray. If you need anointed for something that you're struggling with in your body, stop and tell us. Nobody will ever know until you claim it. And you ask people to pray for you. God's so good to us if we're just faithful. Would you come and pray?
1: Thank you, Lord. Longer.
0: Out of God. Praise the Lord. When you leave this place, tell somebody about it. Mighty warrior, go out into battle. Rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. Tell him, You got no power here. You got no power in my family. You got no power over my home. You got no power in my job or wherever my feet trod. You have no power. If you walk with Satan, it's your own fault. When you rebuke him and put him in his place, he gotta flee. So rebuke him, put him in his place. Claim the victory in twenty twenty two. God's great, great great things for you. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, that Jesus was the ultimate example for us, Lord. He was the role model that Lord we'll never be, but we'll try as long as we can, our whole life, to be like Jesus. That's what you've called us to do, Lord. It's not an easy thing, but Lord, we can try our best. Lord, we know you forgive us when we fall short. We know we're just sinners saved by grace, Lord. I pray for everyone here today. And those on the live streaming, dear Lord, I pray you'd touch them. If you've spoke to them, Lord, I pray that they would receive you, Lord. Lord, I pray for people here that need healings. I claim that in the name of Jesus Christ, you touch their bodies. Lord, if there's people in here struggling with finances, people struggling with sickness, whatever it might be, we claim it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Walk with us, Lord. Help us to be the light in the world in 2022. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. Great things are yet to come. We claim these in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the church said, Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day.